the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Thursday, November 30th. Lots of news. It's a good one. It's getting... I don't want to use the word proving because that's the wrong word. The, the, the pens are lining up correctly for 2024 to be a interest rate cut year. Historically, that has been good for Wall Street. Today, the pens are lining up correctly because one of the Fed's favorite inflation gauges showed deflation. Um, should we have a good year in rally, a Santa Claus rally? Kind of, maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> the Dow's up 244. The S&P 500's down and the Nasdaq's down just a little bit. Fed's preferred inflation gauge hits its lowest level since 2021. If you turn on CNBC or Bloomberg television today, you're going to hear the talking heads say things like, uh, I think inflation's over. I would cut rates, even though they're not Fed members. That's what they're going to be saying. Penny home sales dropped their lowest level in over 20 years. Um, let me give you some perspective on this. We had a thing called the pandemic. And people didn't leave their homes to buy homes. And now in late 2023, People aren't buying homes fewer than during the pandemic. Contract signings for existing homes logged their slowest pace in more than two decades. Home sales under contract dropped 1.5% from the month below. That's the lowest reading since 2001, which the world didn't really look like the movie 2001 and 2001, did it? Worthy of note, um, how do I say this? Let's see. Oh, these numbers on new homes, on uh, existing homes, contract signings, come basically from October. And that's when interest rates were at 8%. So this number will get better. This might be as low as it gets as far as volume, volume, volume. Anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for being part of the, my morning. Um, Mark Twain. On what would have been his 188th birthday. Said, substitute, damn, every time you're inclined to write, very. Substitute the word damn every time you're inclined to write the word very. It's a pretty cute idea, right? Um, things can't be very hot. They're just hot. Now, you could say things are damn hot. Things can't be very interesting. They're damn interesting. That's your fun 
playing words of the day. Uh, yesterday, the markets were a little bit weaker. Uh, NASDAQ and SP, the Dow was a little bit higher, even though the Dow had that big GM day. Um, Cigna, big healthcare company, was down on earnings. Cigna and Humana fell when the Wall Street Journal reported that the two insurance companies were in talks to merge. Some mergers don't go as we want them to. Let's move forward. See what's out there. Um, I don't want to talk about that. The Paris Accords. Sometimes like, it just doesn't translate well. If I start talking about global warming and potential investments and things along those lines. But that's some of the world headlines today. Henry Kissinger dead at age 100. Controversial giant in American foreign policy. Served as Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under President Nixon. Isn't he the guy who said, I'm in charge here? I could be wrong. I was a young kid, and sometimes those political headlines kind of went straight over my head. Uh, Not a good story. Let's see. What do we got here? Um. Spotify did their rap yesterday. And what's interesting about that is it made it onto all the late night talk show hosts. What were what were your wrapped? What's that mean? Um it's a new sound town feature that matches your listening taste to a city, uh, which for a whole lot of listeners turned out to be the vibe of uh wherever. They showed you all the songs that you listened to last year. How many hours? Who was the top streamed artist? <clears throat> so a lot of the Jimmy Fallon's and Jimmy Kimmel's last night, they, they brought it up. And of course, a lot of their punchlines were, oh, of course, it's Taylor Swift. She was Spotify's most played artist in 2023, unseating Bad Bunny, who held the spot previously for three years. Um, why I bring that up is some people ask me, what's a good stock idea? And this is an idea for me. It's not an idea for you. I like Spotify. Why do you like Spotify? I like the fact that they're competition to Apple Music. And then you're like, have you ever heard anyone say anything about Google Music or YouTube Music? Not really. Amazon Music? Not really. So it's Spotify. Um, 15 years ago, 20 years ago when I was dating, um, all the young kids had Spotify accounts. I'm like, you should really get an Apple Music account. Um, and they're like, why? It's not cool. Exactly. So there's some things that I really like about Spotify. 100 million plus users. The ability to say, okay, this year we're charging you $7 for an account. Next year we're charging you $8 for an account. The year after that we're charging you $9 for an account. The fact that there's not a lot of competition. The fact that once you get some of your playlists set up, you feel pretty comfortable with it. You don't necessarily want to shake it up. So again, those are some of the ideas that I like about that stock. Um, earning money. <clears throat> they get into some creative ideas. They're pretty good at podcasts. They're pretty good at audiobooks. Sometimes they're like, oh, we're too good at podcasts. And they make mistakes. I like them when they make mistakes. I like it when a company gives us an opportunity to buy. Not when you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to buy. So 
go figure that out all on your own. Let's see. Um, Rockefeller Center lit its tree yesterday. Did you see the one at the national the national tree at the White House? It fell over. <laughs> that kind of feels like our country right now, right? That Christmas tree is like going. Uh, I'm tired. I'm going to fall over. Cybertruck has its big rollout. Tesla set delivers for Cybertruck as the EV market hits some potholes. Tesla said it would deliver 10 Cybertrucks to customers in an event in its Austin factory today. It's supposed to be live stream on X. The company announced the futuristic ride for four years ago. We don't even know how much it's going to cost, and it's being rolled out today. That's kind of weird. When it was originally pitched, it was pitched as a $40,000 vehicle. It may be closer to $60,000. We'll get the details today. The stainless steel exterior is going to be a nightmare. Um, and it's going to have gaps in the panels. And if you get into a car wreck, it's going to be almost impossible to fix. I can tell you that because uh, I got a Tesla. Uh, my, my spouse does. And you get in a little fender bender and they're like, ooh, that's $50,000. Like, they're very uh, oddly designed vehicles. Just throwing that down for you. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Big event coming up December 7th. It's a webinar at 6.30 p.m. It's on retirement readiness. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven steps for retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, December 7th for a live webinar you can watch from home. Chad will walk you through these seven steps to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to better gauge where your retirement stands, pass on your estate, and create tax efficiencies, this event is for you. The 7 Steps for Retirement Readiness Webinar, Thursday, December 7th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Can't make it to the live webinar? Register to receive an on-demand recording after the webinar concludes. Go to robblackshow.com. Sometimes bad news is good news. It's funny how Wall Street works. One month ago, the 10-year interest rate was at 5%. Today, it's at 4.3%. That's one of the biggest drops I've ever seen quickly in 30 days. It's monumental. It's exponential. It's a shift in the tone of what to expect. Fed's favorite gauge shows inflation rose two-tenths of a percent in October and three and a half percent from a year ago. Personal income and spending both rose two-tenths of a percent. Awesome estimates and indicating that the consumer, you, are keeping with inflation. Continuing unemployment claims, this is where sometimes bad news is good news, continuing unemployment claims surged to 1.93 million, an increase of 86,000. That's the highest level since November of 2021, showing you a softening in the labor market. That's good news for inflation, i.e. inflation coming down. So there's a big shift going on right now. Um. End of the year, we've had a massive rally. You know that. I know that. Um, let's talk about what we're seeing today in the markets. Um, Salesforce, a Dow component, Snowflake, um, 
uh, it's a company. Uh, reported better than expected earnings. We get some encouraging CPI data out of the Eurozone. Merger and acquisition bu- buzz with AbbVie acquiring Immunogen at a 95% premium. Could you imagine owning a stock yesterday? And it's up 95% the next morning. Woo! Like that. Let me think real quick. Of all the years that I've owned companies, 25 plus, how many have been acquired? I think maybe two. Network Solutions and um, Activision. Very interesting. And it is a good feeling when you hear that someone's going to pay a premium for your stock. Um, it's pretty cool in my opinion. So, uh, But it's like hitting the lottery. It doesn't come along every day. What else do we have to hit on today as far as current market news? Let's see my... Where are you? Um, China's November manufacturing. This is kind of like you're going, Rob, that's a stretch talking about China's manufacturing data. <clears throat> it dipped to a reading of 49.4. Uh, it's non-manufacturing PMI fell to 50.2. This is telling us the world's getting a little bit softer out there as far as economies go. Nothing too alarming, but we kind of want China to work. And here's a weird thing to say. The stock market goes up 7 out of 10 years. If you were to tell me the stock market is going to go up 7 out of 10 years, would you take that? I'd be like, yeah, those are great odds. But you have to be ready for those three years where it doesn't. And you're like, ooh. And that's where we trick ourselves and we get kind of like too smarty pants for ourselves. Salesforce.com up 8.2% after those results. I probably should have mentioned that. What else do we have out here? Um, I don't want to talk about deferred compensation. I really doubt. I've been reading some reports on retail crime. Fights are ramping up just in time for Christmas. Sweet. Have you been into a Target or a CVS recently? I went into a CVS because I had that head cold, head cold a couple weeks ago. And uh, needed to get some Mucinex. Just getting congestion out of my head or help kick it out. I was really, really disappointed with shopping at the CVS. Um, you go by the Aspen Nile and I... You can buy 10 aspirin and those are on the shelf. But if you want 100 aspirin because you're getting the volume, volume, volume discount, you got to get a clerk to unlock it for you. Um, I don't mind that. It's just waiting for the clerk is like killing me. It's killing me. So I pull out my phone and do a little web surfing. And I'm like, this is not how I want to be spending my afternoon. I don't like going into CVSs. I always feel like I'm going to see like Elvis Presley in the CVS. Just... Some random person, you know? I thought you were dead. No, man, no. Um, so retailers lost profit due to theft. Last year was $112 billion, and it's mounting. Uh, back in 2018, it was $45, 50000000000 It's 
moved from 50 billion roughly in 2018 to 112 billion. So to combat this, California is giving $267 million in grants to San Francisco, Los Angeles, and other cities to increase ball patrols, install better surveillance systems, conduct blitzes targeting organized crime rings. You know, every now and then I say I feel blessed that my parents expected me to go to college. Somehow my parents got six kids paid for um, through high school. We always had clothes on our backs. We always had Christmas presents and uh, got us through college too. Some of us scholarships, some of us not. So San Francisco announced last week that it had 300 arrests this year using blitzes aimed at catching thieves. If you target our retailers, you will be arrested and charged. So says San Francisco Mayor London Breed. What I was trying to bring up is I feel lucky that my parents had high expectations for me. And it's interesting because my expectations for my children are a little bit different. I want them to get through high school. I want them to find a good career, which could include going to college. I want them to be happy. I don't want them to stress because later in life, you're going to stress. I've got a mother-in-law who's got a heart condition right now, and that's not fun. Um, retailers are also keeping more items out of reach. So we're not just, oh, for, oh I, I keep forgetting to say what I'm going to say. I feel lucky that my parents had high expectations for me. I feel really lucky that I'm not part of a gang, you know, going into Target and trying to steal makeup. Talking about weird wishes or weird Christmas thoughts, right? Sephora has removed most box perfume bottles from its store shelves, leaving only tester bottles tethered with theft-resistant cables. Um, I get it. Uh, losses from thefts are at historical highs, and I'd say we find it unacceptable and it needs to be addressed, so says the CEO of Nordstrom's. Target blamed the theft of a theft in the closure of essentially eight stores earlier this year. Expect shoplifting slash profits by more than half a billion dollars this year. Pretty brutal. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. It is a good time of the year to be charitable. It can build on your personal values. It can empower your communities. It can give you and your friends the ability to learn about generosity. It can also be a good tax deduction. Talk to your financial planner. If you want to hear a financial planner talk about retirement, CFP Chad Burton going to be doing a live webinar Thursday, December 7th, 6.30. Sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's all about retirement readiness. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. So earlier this week, I talked about how discouraging it is to go to financial media sites and see so much reporting done on lottery numbers. I'm at the USA Today money page, and I would expect this is where some Americans get information about money and investing in the economy. One headline reads, man who won $5 million from scratch-off ticket just about passed out. Okay. Another one talks about Florida man turns $20 bill into $4 million after lottery win. What's never brought up here is how many people lose 
and it's a significant part of their income. In the past, when I was a little bit meaner, I know it's tough for you to imagine. I would say things like, that's the stupid person's tax. Um, but I've grown up. I just, I, I feel lotteries are dangerous to our society. But anyway, um, I bring this up because I was at the USA Today page today, not to get financial news, but to t- check out an ad. Um, I read a lot of advertising and marketing um, about retail, about investing, about tech sectors. There's a lot going on there. And there's a new ad by Chevy, which I highly recommend everyone in the audience goes and, and finds today. It's resonates with most Americans, I have to imagine. Um, it's a five-minute-plus ad, so you're not going to see it run during the Super Bowl. It's called A Holiday to Remember. It's by Chevrolet. A man and his daughter are talking about the declining being, well-being of his wife who has early-stage Alzheimer's. He says there's days where she doesn't even recognize me. A young woman who is probably the granddaughter overhears the conversation and makes a decision. She's like, today's a good day. She tells her grandmother, and they go and jump in the blue 1972 Chevy Suburban. And they start driving around town. And, uh, oh, Grandma, this is where your uh, high school was, and this is the house you were born in, and things like that. So they're just driving around town, and John Denver's sunshine on my shoulders is playing. Now, this is where, I mean, it's a tearjerker. My mother had Alzheimer's. She died of COVID, but she was in long-term decline. Her mother had Alzheimer's um, and really died in long-term decline to the point that my last memory of my grandmother was seeing her in the hospital and her feet had collapsed. And you're saying, what does that mean? Trust me, when you're eight years old or seven years old, you don't want to know what that means. And what that means is she hadn't walked in such a long time that the bones in her feet went soft like jello. Um, we have an aging problem in this country, and Alzheimer's is a, a nasty one. In the commercial, it takes a weird turn where suddenly she remembers a lot. Uh, the granddaughter said, "This is where you kissed your uh, your husband kissed you for the first time." And the grandmother goes, "Like I kissed him. He was too shy." And then she starts remembering everything and Christmas is saved. Everyone's happy. The husband comes out. She recognizes them. They laugh one more time in the car. Um, That's not how it usually ends. Um, I saw my mom in five to seven years of decline. um, Go from not remembering a little bit to not remembering almost everything. And like, You'd show up with a girlfriend or a spouse and you'd say, Mom, you know who I am, right? And she goes, Oh, I know who you are. And that was her crutch of saying, I don't know you who the hell you are. Getting old is expensive. Getting old sucks. Um, and when you combine the two, it's, it's just horrible. Yesterday, I talked about the benefits of long-term care insurance, where essentially over a 30-year period, you're going to spend about in premiums to get $140,000, $150,000 in benefits. Where if you were to start putting that money right now into a money market, you might have even more money to take care of your long-term care needs. 
but this is a form of insurance and the insurance company wins if you die or never get put into a long-term care facility. Um, my mother was put into a long-term care facility because of her Alzheimer's and it, it's really complicated because when you're her age, she had a couple strokes in her early seventies. She lived until her early eighties, um, mid eighty, And she said, I mean, she was on a lot of medicine. And if she can't recognize me, do you think she can recognize a pillbox? Throwing it down there for you. I did not think I was going to go this direction with this segment. Uh, back to why I brought it up. A new Chevy commercial resonates with Americans. Um, go check it out. If you don't get a little bit teary eyed, I would be surprised. And uh, men, this is a good way of showing your women that you're tender and emotional. Say, this is a really good commercial. I heard about this. Go on YouTube tonight. You won't regret it. I think it's a special piece of advertising that we'll remember for years to come. Um, got an email yesterday. We're 56. We have 1.2 million investments and savings. Can we afford to withdraw 60 to 80 K per year? 60 to 80 K per year. No. Uh, if the market stock market goes up 10, 15% a year. Yes. Um, Getting to know a little bit more about the couple. Uh, they got 450000 in a 401k at a company. They've got 650000 in a managed account. They've got approximately 70000 in personal stocks. Um, home is worth 700000 They owe 200000 It's a really high withdrawal rate, 5 to 8%. And they want to do it in their 50s until they hit 62 in Social Security. So they're telling me a lot of things. They're withdrawing money now. They're taking Social Security at a super early age. The longer you wait to take Social Security, the more you get. At 62, you're actually getting less than you deserve. Um, returns are going to vary on Wall Street. And you hear people like CFP Chad Burton talk about the 4% rule. It didn't really work when interest rates were at 0%, 1%, 2%. It does work when interest rates are at 5% and stock market returns are at 8%. So one of the cool things about being a CFP, and I tried to bring this up with CFP Chad Burton yesterday, is they have access to certified financial planning software that takes your taxes and figures out what your income is. It's got a little AI in it. It looks at your investments. It looks at your capital gains or capital losses. And it goes, oh, well, because you didn't make a lot this year, this is a good year to do a Roth conversion. Oh, because uh, you're in a high tax bracket, you can do a charitable deduction to lower your tax bracket. It does a lot more than that. But one of the things it also does, it shows you best case scenario, worst case scenario is what I call it. Some people would call that like a Monte Carlo simulation. I would call it, to me, it feels like, oh, if I live to 88, this is how much money I'm going to have. Um, that's nice to see. That's the Monte Carlo angle of it. Um, but uh, how much can we withdraw? I don't think you should be doing this on your own unless you're really, really savvy with financial planning. Um, because this couple who contacted me, they're going to run out of money fast. Morningstar just did a study and they talked about rates that could get you a 90% chance of making it to 15, 20 years, assuming just 40% of your assets were invested in equities. 
they show you all sorts of, there's a lot of good studies out there and I highly recommend learning, learning, learning. And then when you feel overwhelmed by it, consider a CFP. And, you know, for a couple like this, I'd say, why don't you hire a CFP for a couple of years? See where you are, see some of the scenarios before you make any decisions. Well, it's expensive. It can be. Um, but with a CFP, you're getting so many things. You're getting the financial plan. You're getting the projections. You're getting comfort in knowing that, yes, you can do this. No, you can't do that. Um, and that could be like buying a retirement house or not buying a retirement house. It could be like taking out 4% or 8% of your money. Um, they also help do an estate plan for you. They do the taxes for you. So if you're paying a CPA or state uh, attorney, um, that those are the services you get on top of it. They look at long-term care plans for you. They talk about your family. What do you want to do when you die? What do you want to do? Um, you know, Rob, your dad died under 60. There's a chance you'll die under 60. Um, your mom made it to 85 with three years of long-term care. There's a chance you're going to need three years of long-term care. Those are my best and worst case scenarios. Sadly, I once said, and this is kind of me, and I said, one of the best things my dad ever did was die fast. He didn't linger long. He had cancer for six months. It was horrible. They did the radiation. They did the chemotherapy. His hair fell out. I would literally pick him up and carry him into the hospital or the oncology center. Weird when the rules have changed, right? He used to burp me at night and change my diaper, and here I am basically carrying him. Um, I know you're saying, why didn't you get a wheelchair? Didn't think that far ahead. I have big lapses in my brain, just like you do. Anyway, this whole uh, spot came up with the whole, the whole segment came up because of a Chevy commercial. And again, um, can you afford to retire pulling out 8%? Typically not. You're going to run out of money fast, usually like 10 to 12 years. Um, unless the stock market roars, but then again, you're pulling out assets out turning them into cash and they're no longer assets and they're no longer benefiting from that roar um, you really need to sit down with a financial planner at some point when you get five hundred thousand, two million, and you want to take your foot off the gas before you do have a five-year plan have a cfp put it together for you 10. you can find me online at rob black show big webinar coming up on december 7th 6 30 p.m sign up at rob black show What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Sometimes this Christmas period, I'm going to do a podcast broadcast. It's called Stocks Rob Black Likes. Um, and again, it's stocks that I like, not necessarily that you should like be a whole hour 45 minutes on stocks that i like i did one of them earlier today in spotify does that mean you should buy it does not you are not me sold a broker advisor for taking any action on any stocks I've ever mentioned on this show i told you why i like to try to teach you how i look at things not necessarily how you should look at things there's a real serious thought out there that you shouldn't buy individual stocks because your life has a job, and when you go to your job, the economy is expanding, you get paid more and more. You're promoted, you get bigger and bigger bonuses, right? 
things are going great. Whammo, recession hits, you lose your job. Same thing can happen to stocks. Um, and when you start putting your career on the same path as stocks, um, a big recession hits, maybe your favorite stock is Apple. It can go down. And during that recession, you can lose your job. So try to think about that when you're investing. Everyone in this country likes stocks like Apple. Everyone. It's a great stock. It's gone up for decades. It's tough to recommend because it makes your life more pro-cyclical. Be cautious um, on how you set up your structure, on how you go about investing, on how you take profits and how you take losses. I don't think I've ever lost a job in a recession because when I was 18, I made a decision. I don't ever want to work for anyone. Now I work for someone. And I guarantee you a big recession comes, they'll say, you're gone. Well, they, I'm not guaranteeing that, uh, but it could happen. Like if the, I don't even want to say this out loud. I was going to say if the stock market goes into a bear market for 10 years, there's going to be a lot of unemployed people in the financial markets. Listen to this. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo faces a $1 billion investor-led lawsuit over his promotions of Binance NFTs. Uh-oh. I think he got a red card. <laughs> um, today is... I know you're saying that wasn't funny because he's a soccer player and gets a red card. Yes. Today is Tesla AI Day. Uh, no, not Tesla AI Day. Today is Tesla Truck Day. So we're going to see that roll out after four years of waiting. It was revealed in November 2019. It's insanely difficult to make. Uh, Tesla Cybertruck buyers that get their trucks today still don't know what they're getting, and they still don't know what the specs are, and they still don't know what the price is. 40% of U.S. homeowners own their homes outright as of 2022, many of them baby boomers who refinanced when rates were low. Um, I don't want to own my home outright. I know you're saying, why? That doesn't make sense. I want to be borrowing money um, at a low rate. Now rates are high. If I got a mortgage today, I'd want to pay it off as soon as possible. But I got mortgages when they were two and a half to three and a half percent. I don't want to pay those off too fast. I don't get this, but listen to this. Red Lobster reported an $11 million loss in its recent quarter. Now, when I was in college, you know, Red Lobster might have been on the evening dinner plate, you know? Uh, I have not been in a Red Lobster in 35 years, is my guess. 30 years, 35 years. Um, but they have a promotion that I see on TV and I read articles about called Ultimate Endless Shrimp for 20 bucks. And you see stories about college kids going in and just sitting there all day. You know what they call shrimp, right? The fruit of the sea. And I only know that because I watched that horribly stupid movie, Forrest Gump. Uh, life was like a story. Um, so they lost $11 million in the quarter because they had a promotion to get people in. And people came in. So now they're going to raise the price next year to $25. Old Disney CEO, um, Iger. He said, legacy assets are not for sale. ABC is not for sale. 
He said the company is aggressively looking at succession, but he can't go into details. He's in his 70s. I know people that have kicked over dead in their 70s. He created a process to determine the value of who stake. He's basically saying this is what we're doing this year. He says the box office is about 87% of what it was pre-COVID. Um, he said the movie The Marvels, which didn't do well, suffered from COVID challenges. I don't know about that one. That one, it feels like a little fib. He said the movie business is changing because of streaming platforms. I agree with that. <clears throat> um, box office just doesn't feel like the box office is as much, right? Um. I was a little underwhelmed by Napoleon. I'll be honest with you. I felt it took too many liberties. So I felt like I was watching historical fiction. Um, like really, really tr historical, dramatic fiction. That's the way I would say it. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Wong was interviewed yesterday. He said he delivered to Elon Musk the first artificial intelligence supercomputer. He said the rate of progress in artificial intelligence is high. He says AI can achieve human-level education within five years. None of the company's chips today are possible without artificial intelligence. So he uses artificial intelligence to make chips that run well on artificial intelligence, that he can sell them to other companies so they can do artificial intelligence. He doesn't think AI will become a commodity business. That's where I disagree. Semiconductors have always gone in cycles and... Uh, if you go back to Intel and CPU, there was the 8086. Um, then there was the Pentium, Pentium 1, Pentium 2, Pentium 3, Pentium 4. And now I can't tell the difference from a high-end semiconductor to one from two years ago. I would say about three years from now. I think NVIDIA has a really big head start on a very big AI cycle. But I think there will be a cycle there. And as with all things tech, it becomes cheaper, smaller, and faster over time. So I think he's kidding himself if he doesn't think it's become a commodity. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven steps for retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, December 7th for a live webinar you can watch from home. Chad will walk you through these seven steps to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to better gauge where your retirement stands, pass on your estate, and create tax efficiencies, this event is for you. The 7 Steps for Retirement Readiness webinar, Thursday, December 7th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Can't make it to the live webinar? Register to receive an on-demand recording after the webinar concludes. Go to robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.